Hey, welcome to the Therapy Thoughts Podcast. This is Tiffany Rowe. I'm a licensed clinical mental health counselor and psychology teacher. I own Mindful Counseling in Orem, Utah, and I'm on a mission to break down mental health stigma. Therapy Thoughts is a podcast all about helping you love yourself and make peace with your mind, body, and food. I'll share some education, tips, interviews, and tools from my clinical experience so you can improve your mental health. Stay tuned as we change the mental health game and talk all about therapy. Welcome to Therapy Thoughts, episode one. We're doing this, my friends. We are talking all things therapy. We're going to bust up all this mental health stuff and try to figure it out. So episode one, we got to start strong. I got to jump right into the middle of this. We're going to hit emotions, why we got to feel emotions and how to do that. How many times have we all felt something that we just don't want to feel? And we try to get away with no success. So I think one of the biggest themes and patterns as a counselor is just trying to help people navigate emotion. How the heck do we do that? So let me share with you what I've learned. Feeling emotion goes against our instincts. We, we feel a literal threat with certain emotions. Think about emotions that you've experienced that make you feel like you're going to die. Um, that feel like a threat to life and, and property and, and person. We've all been there. And so you're, you're not broken for wanting to avoid or escape hard emotions that's what humans are hardwired to do. We don't want to be in pain. We don't want to die. We want to survive and thrive and pass on our genes. And so when you want to avoid the hard stuff and you want to avoid pain, and you don't want to feel uncomfortable. That's your instinct. That's default. And as it goes, the opposite is what's going to help us. And so often I, I preach the idea of you got to just feel it. You got to feel and deal in order to heal. Because emotion is energy and it creates bodily sensations. So notice if we're talking about anxiety, imagine that as an energy moving through your body and imagine the sensations it creates when you feel it. Our natural response is avoid this because I'm uncomfortable with the interpretation of this sensation. And so we try to avoid, which just perpetuates anxiety And something I've seen is if we do not face and feel emotion, it's going to make space and it's going to force us to acknowledge it because it's energy. It doesn't just disappear. It's something we're literally feeling. There's sensations connected to it. It's happening inside of us. And so we can't just make it disappear. It doesn't disintegrate into, into thin air. We may be able to avoid or distract temporarily, But it will build up and it will make you say, look at me. I want you to think of emotions as a yellow caution flashing light. You know, when you're in traffic and a light's yellow and flashing, it's like, yo, pay attention, something's up. That's emotion. It's just like pain. When you have pain in your body, you feel that. It's your brain sending signals saying, yo, something's wrong, pay attention. We got to do something about this broken bone. The same is happening with emotional energy, with feeling. It's something that's giving you information. It needs to be paid attention to. Here's the beef we all have with emotion. It's very rare I meet someone whose parents taught them how to feel 
what they're feeling and like what to do with it. Uh, we have a long-standing culture of perceiving emotion as weakness, of treating emotion like something that should just be stuffed down and dealt with. And so none of us for generations have been given the tools necessarily necessary to manage emotion. And so I'm not, I'm not blaming our parents or their parents or their parents' parents. It's, it's our culture. So none of us know how to deal with it. But what if we did? What if when we were four years old and we were feeling anger, someone came up to us and said, hey, that's anger. Yeah, you feel heat in your cheeks and you want to kind of clench your jaw and your fists. And maybe your heart's pounding. Those are the sensations and things that go along with anger. Guess what? Anger's not bad. Here's what anger means. It means you feel out of control. It might mean your boundaries were violated. It might mean you didn't get what you want. So instead of staying, saying, stop feeling that, just go to your room, what if someone told us, hey, it's okay to feel that. Here's what you're feeling. and Here's what you could do. What if in that moment we were told it's okay to feel that and here is a technique to manage the anxiety or the anger or the depression or the pain or whatever it is. What if they said, hey, three-year-old, four-year-old, take five deep breaths. Hey, use this mindfulness trick. Can you point out five red things in the room? I mean, for crying out loud, what if we were taught how to deal with our emotions? I'm not sure my job would be what it would be because this is what I do all day every day as a counselor is trying to help others figure out this whole emotion thing. So one, culturally, you know, emotion is viewed as weak, which is crazy because we have it. None of us are choosing to feel these things, right? Two, because of that culture, none of us are taught what or how to deal with. And three, it's uncomfortable. Like biologically, our survival mechanisms say, yeah, avoid pain. Don't be, dis- don't be in discomfort. So there's a lot of reasons we don't want to feel. Also, a lot of us might have self-defeating beliefs that say things like, yeah, you deserve to be unhappy. You're not worthy of being happy. And that's a whole nother therapy thought. But often we will fight for things that are familiar, even if they're uncomfortable. So we may have a deep down belief that says you don't deserve to be happy. um, So just stay miserable and don't figure out how to get through this. But I'll address that another time. Okay, so those are some of the reasons why it's hard for us to face emotion. It's a whole nother thing to say, how do we deal with that? So I just proposed a couple ideas for a small child, but here's the thing, dude. Those are the actual things that adults need to learn as well. How is adults supposed to freaking teach a kid to do that if they don't even know that? Do we know when we're angry? Do we know what sensations that creates in our body? Do we have tools and and ways to deal with those sensations? So this is my first tip. Um, Mindfulness. The name of my business is Mindful Counseling because I, I really believe that's a core in mental health and healing, to be mindful and aware. Mindfulness means you are paying attention in this present moment without judgment. So let's apply that to emotions. What would it be like to pay attention to anger in the present moment without judgment? That would be noticing, okay, I'm angry. That's neither good nor bad, right nor wrong. I should or should not feel this. It just is. Where do I feel it in my body? How big is that? 
What's it look like? What sensations does it create? Is it burning and pulsing or ripping? What color is it? What temperature is it? What shape is it? And meanwhile, you're not pushing it away. You're not judging it. You're not labeling it. You're just accepting it and observing it. We're being mindful of it. Just aware of it in the moment without judgment. These are all observation skills. What is it made out of? Just observing that. Is it kind of, are you experiencing it or visualizing it as a mist or a heavy rock or whatever it is? What substance is it? Is it stuck or is it dynamically moving? This is my number one recommended approach for dealing with emotion. You feel it without judgment. You observe it. And then let's take it a step farther. If you're feeling this emotion in your body and you're just observing all of these types of things about it and you're describing it, its shape, its size, its color, its sensations, its temperature, its weight, then I just want you to validate it. It's okay to feel this. That's it. You observe it, you describe it, and you validate it. So when you say, how do I feel emotion? This is all you do. You just feel it. There's no trick. There's no lie. There's no huge secret. You just feel it. And these are the ways and and tricks and secrets, I suppose, of how to do that. Because I realize it's a really foreign idea. But then you just say, it's okay to feel that kind of burning and tingling. I am safe. It's safe to feel this emotion. I am not my emotion this will pass. It's always temporary. There's nothing wrong with me. I can hear the message of this emotion and honor it. All my emotions are valid and good. I will honor this emotion. I observe the motion of this energy. I usually just freestyle this script. There's no magic word that's going to make it click, but the whole idea is You want to learn how to deal with emotion, you observe it, you describe it, and you validate it. You just let it be there. It's one of the best things I know how to do as a counselor. And usually what happens if I kind of lead a client through this visualization, I'll literally say, hey, close your eyes and look in your body. What do you see? What size? What shape? Blah, blah, blah. And I usually lead them through that in about three minutes. And I would say 95% of people, it, it goes completely away, if not just significantly being reduced the other things I mentioned breathing coming back anything that helps you stay in this present moment breathing deep breaths in breathing deep breaths out inhaling and exhaling is going to force your brain to come right here right now so have a little self-compassion understand why you do what you do towards emotion and if you're listening to this saying yeah this is freaking hard I don't want to do that Well, that's good. I mean, that means your brain's working. It means you're human. It means you're normal. None of us want to. But you getting comfortable being uncomfortable and you making friends with your emotions is the whole point. That's the therapy thought is you have to feel or it's going to make space. My clients who have been in grief for decades and tried to avoid the grief and numb out using substances or turning to other, you know, self-defeating behaviors. Guess what? It doesn't go away. The grief is still there. It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's forced them. They either have a mental breakdown or physical disease develops because of all this suppressed emotion. 
So that's why I'm a big advocate of saying make space, allow it to be, because it is part of you. There is no getting rid of it. If your goal is to say, I don't want to feel anxiety, you will fail. Now, if your goal is, hey, I don't want my anxiety to be as distressing and persistent and pervasive in my life, okay, we can do that. You can make friends with it and accept it and realize it's not going to harm you. So that's my therapy thought. Episode one, as I am sitting in traffic. Hope you like it. Let me know your feedback. Share this podcast. My handle on social media on Facebook and Instagram is at Mindful Counseling. Um, I'm also on Twitter, but kind of informally. It's Tiffany Rowe, R-O-E. Tiffany Rowe, C-M-H-C. Clinical Mental Health Counselor. So you can follow me on social media. Follow along on this podcast and subscribe. And we'll see how this evolves, my friends. May you be well. I appreciate you tuning in and supporting the Therapy Thoughts podcast. If you want to dive deeper into intuitive eating and body image and self-love, head over to tiffanyrow.com. It's the hub of all of my courses, the podcast, my merch, and information about doing counseling and coaching with me. I hope you guys stick around for more. We have lots of exciting interviews and thought leaders coming onto the podcast. So until next time, may you be well.